Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to today's episode of my podcast, The Anne Fran Theory. I'm your host, Annie Francis, and I created this podcast to share my unique perspective on mindset growth. I'll be encouraging you to manifest exactly what you desire in life and share efficient tips on how to reprogram your subconscious limiting beliefs into kick-ass affirmations. The goal is to open up, get curious, and trust the process so that we can lead a life of growth and mindful awareness over our journeys. Y'all, I am back. It's been a couple weeks since I've released a podcast and it's actually been killing me to not be able to share so much wisdom that I have within me. But I got a whole lot of good shit to share with y'all today because the past few weeks of my life have been absolutely wild and straight up challenging. I'm not here to dwell on my circumstances, but instead to share my lessons from the struggles I've recently encountered and in return empower you to do the same on your own paths. I'm going to be super vulnerable in this podcast, like super vulnerable, and I'm going to share what I've had had the opportunity to learn over the past few weeks through those struggles. I'm going to give y'all some grounded perspectives of helpful ways to move and act within the midst of change and challenging seasons. My intention with sharing these lessons that I've learned is to give you some perspective shifts and to help you build a sturdy foundation when it comes to facing your own challenges. That way, you don't struggle in the same ways or if you do find yourself in similar challenges, These seeds planted within you will provide a stronger reference to self-help and self-compassion within your journey. We're going to talk about how important routines are, the science behind our shadow selves and how they can get in the way of us living our best lives, and how to give ourselves deep compassion within the midst of our suffering. I want to empower you to rise out of your own ashes and into a place of trust and deep connection with yourself and the world around you. This is what I've been learning to do, and I know that by sharing my authentic, vulnerable, and painful experiences, (laughs) it will help guide your own mindset towards a positive one, regardless of how difficult your own seasons may be. So... At the end of April, I left Denver and went back to Atlanta to officially downsize my Airbnb and move everything out. My partner and I booked a one-way ticket with a pretty open perspective, not knowing what this season would bring for us. We really had no clue how long it would take for us to accomplish all of our tasks there. It didn't take long for for the complete disruption of our normal routines, along with the uncertainty in the air and overall personal inner struggles to start challenging us in vastly different ways. Though every day might not be a challenge for all of us, I know we can all agree that life has at one time or another kicked us straight in the ass. Whether it's a breakup you've experienced, job loss, a drastic life change, or even suffering from your own inner turmoil and lack of healing. I believe that 
the most special hidden gems in life are woven through the shadows, resistance, and challenges that are presented to us. Okay, yeah, you might be thinking, but that kind of sucks. Like, why do I have to suffer in order to grow? But let's shift our perspective for a moment. How can we appreciate the utter light in life without experiencing the darkness too? Suffering is a natural part of our experience here in this life. So instead of ignoring the hardships, let's learn how to embrace them. Embracing them with a deep, gentle connection to your pain will combat our fears and struggles and will start to help cultivate space for more light to enter our lives. Do you find yourself ignoring your triggers and inner struggles? Ignoring what life keeps challenging you with or ignoring the journey that's calling out to you? If the answer is yes, then just know that it's totally normal to do so. Being uncomfortable does not feel good for us. And as humans, we try everything in our power to just feel better sometimes. As kids, we scream and cry when things don't go our way or whenever we find ourselves in a shattered, unhappy place. As adults, we do the same thing, but most of the time, we're actually better at hiding it. We learn how to focus on short-term highs and quick ways to feel good within the midst of our chaos. This can be dangerous, so let's combat these tendencies with new helpful tools. Let's find a way to instead be curious about our pain. Be curious about the struggles that are presenting themselves to us and be curious about the uncomfortable feelings that stir around in our minds and bodies. Through curiosity, we can see our situations through a better lens. It's important to detach from our emotional selves because when we act out of our emotion, we can easily intensify our pain and find ourselves spiraling into a dark place, acting out of fear instead of trust. This can also happen if we're acting out of a happy place. You know, sometimes we get super happy and we make really, really fast decisions based off our happiness, and that too can also lead us to a place where we might not be making the best decision for ourselves. Believe me when I say, I speak from experience, y'all. My inner child comes out immediately when I feel intense emotions, and it looks pretty destructive at times, just as a toddler looks when they don't get their way. So don't get me wrong, I believe that it's extremely important to feel our feels whenever they present themselves. Connecting to our emotional experience is necessary for reflection and inner healing. It lays out a guide of what we need to give time, compassion, and attention to. But what I've learned through my trials and struggling moments is that there are so many benefits from being able to sit in a detached, curious place, reminding ourselves that this too shall pass. This keeps us from identifying with our emotions and then acting on them, because sometimes they can be overwhelming and only keep us from 
living in our authentic truth and a place of compassion. Yeah, this is totally easier said than done, but I believe that if we educate ourselves with progressive tips to control our emotions during crisis modes, we can bridge the gap to refine our inner peace. Okay, so the first thing to look at when we're in the midst of change or challenging situations is to identify our shadow self and how they might be negatively contributing to our situation. This is a place deep inside our subconscious. It's part of ourselves that has been built over time throughout our childhood and by subconsciously learning how to survive through differing experiences. Our shadow self is the source of our repressed emotions, desires, insecurities, our distrusts, and contains certain impulses and beliefs that can be utterly self-destructing. My shadow self loves to hype my ego and encourages beliefs in me that root in false protection, anger, and entitlement. My shadow self tells me I'm not worthy and that life is supposed to be a struggle. From a detached standpoint, it's clearly obvious to see how false these beliefs are. But when I'm in the depths of my limiting beliefs and really feeling these things, it truly feels so real and I'm genuinely sometimes fearful of my life circumstances. It begins to plant seeds of insecurity and distrust in myself and the world around me. I step into the persona of criticizing everything and everyone in order to feel like I'm kind of in control. The shadow part of yourself has a massive play in our behavior. And if we don't catch the thoughts before we start acting on them, we start living from a place of fear and negativity, which will lead us away from our best authentic selves. When we identify this part of ourselves, we can stand from a place of choice to either act on our shadow beliefs or to rise out of them. It might feel utterly wrong to not listen to what our shadow self is whispering in our ears. This is because they're sly and pretend to protect us. Working with our shadow self involves bringing these unconscious beliefs to the forefront so that we can better understand them, heal them, and find a way to bring healthy change into our life. So easy, right? Wrong. (laughs) This can be extremely challenging, especially in the trenches of experiencing these hardships and resistances that we find ourselves in. It can be difficult to tell whether our shadow self is sabotaging us or not because it's so hidden in our subconscious. The reason why the past few weeks have been so hard for me was because I ignored the wiser part of myself that said to slow down and focus inward. I felt more safe by allowing my shadow self to do the talking, the acting, and the decision making. I talk a lot about perspective shifts and mindset work on this podcast because of how serious I need it in my own life and how seriously it's positively impacted me by doing this work. Over the past three weeks, I've been presented with hella negative thoughts. My default shadow self loves to get angry and create the worst stories in my head. 
today, as I reflect, I can see how historically this part of myself helped me survive through my trauma and the chaotic circumstances I experienced as a child. My anger got me out of abusive situations, and my intense need to control was what helped me survive a childhood that had no order at all. These tendencies show back up fast AF whenever something does not go my way or when I feel fear arise. I sometimes grew up around adults who suffered and would kind of shit on themselves for not having control over their own lives. So my shadow self tends to reflect the same thoughts back to me, even though I realistically know better. It's truly sad to watch myself be so critical and judgmental over myself. It makes me emotional to reflect on how unnecessarily hard I am on not only my own decisions and my own actions, but as well as others at times. These are qualities about myself that I do not enjoy. Even when I'm in a blessed and abundant place, my shadow self will tell me to feel anxious, worried, and slowly start to destroy my peace. This does not feel good, but I still act out of this place by default at times. Because of this, I've faced many, many hard lessons and consequences from acting out of my shadow self. I'm sure one of you listening can also reflect within your own journey and see where you too have done the same thing. You know, I can be on point while channeling wisdom for these podcasts, but right when I finish, I can sometimes also be on point with suffering for no damn reason. Maybe you can relate to similar thoughts, like I said, and reflect on how it's negatively impacted your own life. It's not fun, and this part of yourself can make you feel worthless. These tendencies can be clear to those around us, so I suggest that you surround yourself with people who you trust, people who have the capacity and compassion to authentically communicate and mirror back to you whenever you aren't acting from a place of love and compassion. It's taken time, many mistakes, and hard moments for me to realize that I'm choosing to suffer for no reason, and that it's fully up to me to challenge these shadow tendencies, especially if I want to live in a place of peace. I'm still actively learning more about my shadow tendencies day by day, so trust me when I say that this takes time, intense awareness, patience and curiosity to be able to face our dark shadow selves. As an adult, I've learned that I don't need to act out of a place of fear and that I can fully progress through life fueled by my compassionate and self-loving self instead. Acting from our shadow self creates so much more chaos and pain than there needs to be. Helpful ways to catch when you're acting out of your shadow tendencies is by noticing the voice that tells you everything is going wrong and that is filling your head with self-limiting and sabotaging beliefs. Try going deeper within your thoughts and question your intentions each and every day. I encourage you to sit somewhere quiet and ask yourself, is this belief 
action or intention rooting from a grounded place that aligns with my higher self? Or is it coming from my shadow self who fuels me with fear to protect my ego and wants to scare me into a debilitating and insecure place in life? Ask yourself, what do I need to learn from this shadow belief and where did it originate from? Sit with your shadow self without trying to control or change them, but instead give yourself the compassion and love that you need. You didn't purposely place this part of yourself in your mind, but know that it's there anyways. I mean, what is compassion? I've learned that it's about pausing and acknowledging your inner suffering. You recognize it, then allow yourself to be moved by your own pain. This will help you move towards a place of acceptance and understanding within your struggles. It's up to us to cultivate this mental strength and intentional compassion in order to challenge the thoughts that don't serve us. Sometimes we may fall short, which will lead to an outcome we may not want to experience. But the goal is to forgive yourself and courageously grow past these limiting beliefs and shadow tendencies. Take whatever you might experience as a mistake and turn it into a lesson so that way you don't have to struggle with it in the future. This may be intense inner work, but find hope and happiness in knowing that we do indeed have the power to control what we allow our shadow selves to fuel into our lives. If you haven't heard this from anyone else, I'm here to say that I believe in you. I believe in your ability to become aware of this hidden dark side within you. Building your self-worth is massively helpful within this work. You are so incredibly deserving just as you are, though our shadow self might disagree. You deserve everything you desire and more in this lifetime. These are things that I continue to tell myself whenever I feel discouraged and disappointed in my shadow tendencies. By working on your daily affirmations and intentionally trying to reprogram your limiting beliefs by journaling, that will help immensely. I promise that by doing this, you will start to shift and grow towards the light of empowerment instead of these self-limiting and self-sabotaging tendencies that we have. We all have the power to change and shift our thoughts and actions so that we can live freely in a place of groundedness, self-love, and alignment with our goals and our dreams and desires. It's important to be as in touch as we can be with our shadow self, because when we aren't, and when we live from a place of, you know, this shadow self, we will indeed struggle more than necessary. We will begin to hurt ourselves, hurt our experiences, and hurt those around us, all while not even really knowing why if you're not being aware. It not only affects our own lives in negative ways, but also the closest people to us, such as our friends, maybe family members, and especially our partners. They too will be affected by your decisions to act out of your shadow tendencies, 
Maybe you can recall a time when your shadow self ruined a job, a relationship, or a good experience for you. You have the power to pull yourself out of this suffering and create a magical shift in your thoughts and actions. One of my favorite podcasters that I listen to, her name is Michaela J., and she has a podcast called the Mindset Magic and Manifestation Podcast. So definitely check her out if you're looking for some motivation. But she likes to say that whenever she becomes aware of her shadow self and limiting thoughts that will try and pop up throughout the day, she literally tells them to straight fuck off. (laughs) If this helps you, then I encourage you to channel the same intense energy. Because it's better than being silent and allowing this part of ourselves to control our lives. It will end up guiding us to such an unhappy place if we don't learn how to stop ourselves in the midst of that shadow thought. I share all of this with a heavy heart because I'm healing from recent shadow tendencies that took over my life while I was in a place of change and uncertainty. I hope my words help encourage you to focus on this dark part of yourself so that you can in return welcome more light into your life. One of the biggest lessons I've painfully learned over the past month has to do with not following a healthy daily routine. This also teeters along the line of not having a specific goal with my day and with my um, intentions throughout the week and instead just waiting to see what happens. I went from journaling every day, listening to mindset podcasts that fueled my awareness and cultivated a strong routine that set myself up for successful thoughts, to instead focusing on the daunting and uncertain season in front of me. It was like I threw all of my faith and routinely habits out the window and said, I am here to go to war. When in reality, all that did was fuel my suffering and unfortunately affected those around me as well. This isn't a place that I aim to be, but because I found myself in such an uncertain and task-driven season, it was almost like my shadow self intensified and said, move the F over, I am taking charge, bitch. And unfortunately, I let her because I thought it was the safest plan that would lead to my survival of that season. When I got to Atlanta, I immediately had a very long list of things to do. I had to list everything in my Airbnb on Facebook Marketplace in order to sell it all in the last two weeks of my lease. I also decided to pick up work again and take clients while being back, which involved working eight plus hour days and then led to draining energy that I couldn't put back into myself or my partner, which negatively impacted our relationship, unfortunately. I found myself prioritizing seeing old friends, both in my life and my partner's life, instead of choosing to spend quiet nights in, reflecting on the journey that we were presented with. Did I mention that I was also trying to find a van in Georgia to buy so that I could take all of my things with me back out to Denver and hopefully to travel in this summer? 
the pressure behind this unreasonable goal led to an immense amount of unnecessary stress. For those that know about astrology, my rising sign is a Pisces, so I can be a dreamer and I can get really excited and passionate about things that I'm interested in. But I'm also a Virgo, so I didn't quite balance um, reasonable thought and just allowed my, um, I guess, just dreaming to take over instead of being more intentional with this process. This season of saturated tasks and choices quickly became the priority over my healthy routine and just as quickly began to create space for my shadow self to thrive. She fueled me with frustration over minuscule things and anger over what wasn't fitting into my plans. She also felt the need to tell me and empower me to judge everything and sometimes people around me as another form of trying to grasp control to somehow protect myself in this place. My shadow self quickly made it seem like everything was life-threatening and an immediate task that needed to be done. This had an immediate impact over my negative perspective within the small parts of my day and blinded me from trusting the bigger picture. If I chose to slow down in the morning instead of hopping out of bed eager to attend to my to-do list, then I would have been able to create space for more awareness over my limiting thoughts, sabotaging actions, and self-destructive tendencies. If I chose to focus my energy towards trusting the season of uncertainty instead of controlling every little detail, then my stress levels wouldn't have caused me to do things like eat a completely different diet with little care to what it was doing to my mind and body. By acting out of my shadow self, instead of fueling my mindset with strong, routinely habits, I wouldn't have disconnected so hard with my higher self, leading to really sad moments of self-hatred at times and resistance with the people closest to me. If I chose to have a nightly routine of journaling, maybe meditating, doing some stretches and reading before bed, then it would have enforced a stronger trust and connection within my within myself after these long days that we were experiencing. And it would have created space for me to maybe learn how to better combat the struggles that I was facing in those moments. Choosing to partake in a healthy routine takes discipline. It takes making the hard decision of tending to yourself instead of ignoring your experience with short-term highs such as scrolling on TikTok or watching TV. This was clearly a difficult time for me and after making it through that season, I can easily reflect and see where I went wrong within my choices. Did I know I was struggling harder than I need to within those moments? Deep down, absolutely. I totally knew it. I was aware of it. I spoke it out loud. But did I make the conscious effort to return back to my strong, daily, healthy habits and routines in order to combat the struggles? 
Unfortunately, no. Somewhere deep inside of me, I felt more safe to struggle and stress because that somehow equated to making progress. Y'all have to understand that though this is not where my authentic self relies, it's somewhere deep rooted inside my unconscious beliefs. Unfortunately, during all of this, my partner was also going through a hard time being out of his comfort zone, and I unfortunately found myself stressing even more over the lack of control I had within his own experience. It's safe to say that I wasn't acting out of my best self over the past few weeks. I was living from a place of ego and criticizing every little move and judging everything around me for no reason. Today, as I reflect and take in these lessons, I'm able to forgive myself quickly for these mistakes that I've made under the pressure of life and my shadow tendencies. I can instead aim to refocus on strengthening my routines and strengthening my compassion within because I know that that is the only way that will help fuel my inner connection and self-love with myself. I humbly and very vulnerably share all of this with you to show what happens when you veer away from a strong, healthy routine, when you're in the midst of life's chaotic circumstances. And I hope that this helps teach you how to become more aware over your shadow self so that you too can have more say in how you want to act within your life. The reason I'm able to turn self to turn back to self-love again so quickly and have the confident space to share this with you is because I'm now refraining from judging myself. Unfortunately, I've spent so many days being my own worst critic and overall feeling so low in my self-worth. And because of this, it has created very life-shattering changes within my journey. But since returning to Denver, I've been able to hold a new space of compassion for this recent journey, and I'm now able to befriend this part of myself and, in return, come back to my optimistic and motivated self that has a strong belief that I can get out of this. My higher self truly trusts that my journey and every little challenge that I'm presented with is for a reason. I know that the universe is testing me because it's building my strength to be able to take on more and more in life with a humble heart. Does this mean I'll never struggle again with my limiting beliefs and shadow self or inner struggles again? <laughs> I wish, but the answer is definitely no. I am fully aware that I'll be living side by side with my flaws and shadow tendencies for the rest of my life. I believe that when we begin to fully understand this within ourselves and aim to create harmony within our dark sides, it creates more space for awareness and understanding whenever we do begin to revert into those self-limiting tendencies. 
Where in your life has it felt like you've been struggling deeply within? Where can you create the space to sit and be with your pain and begin to fuel your thoughts with radical self-forgiveness and self-love over your past mistakes? If you're in a challenging season currently, how can you slow down and look at how you've contributed to your circumstances by ignoring the red flags within you? I encourage you to look at your shadow self in the face and simply smile at them. Try and visualize yourself acting from an angry, self-sabotaging place. You may want to cringe at that person or immediately place negative judgments over why you chose to be that way to begin with. But instead, I encourage you to Visualize yourself giving them a deep, compassionate hug in that moment. Maybe it's even your inner child that's acting out of this pain. When was the last time you connected to that little kid and told them that everything was going to be okay even in the midst of their struggles that they experienced? Have you asked them why they started carrying all of this baggage to begin with? When you search for answers within you, You will indeed find them. I'm channeling utter gratitude for this moment and the past experiences that have led to this moment. For there are rare gems hidden in the depths of these low places and you best bet I am here to find them. I believe that each struggle and life-altering moments that present themselves on our paths is purely a chance to teach us and a way to help us reflect and dig deeper into our purpose and why we're experiencing these things. Whether you're experiencing your own inner house being on fire, or maybe you can just relate to self-sabotaging shadow tendencies. Either way, I encourage you to trust that Everything we experience is happening for a reason. And baby, you will rise from these ashes. Aim to shift your perspective into a thankful one. There's always lessons to be learned and gratitude to be given. You just have to make the strong, courageous choice to shift into that perspective. Follow your heart. Trust your intuition and lead your life fueled by your desires and dreams. Choosing this path may bring pain, uncomfortable moments and situations, and a life that's kind of fueled with uncertainty at times. But I encourage you to do it anyways. Take the judgment and fear out of your situation and instead give yourself some deep compassion. I'm going to help you do this by sharing some of my favorite affirmations that have immensely helped me on my journey. If you want to pause after each one and reflect them back to yourself or maybe even write them down, then I definitely encourage that. So let's begin. I am loved and deserve to feel worthy of happiness in this life. I will become aware of my shadow self 
and aim to befriend them without letting them take full control over my actions and thoughts. I believe that everything in life is happening for a reason. I take the judgment out of my journey and replace it with self-forgiveness. I trust my path and allow new teachings to alter my perspective and help within my growth. I believe in my ability to shift and grow into a more aware, compassionate person today. I give my inner child a big hug and I tell them that everything will be okay. I forgive myself for all of the previous mistakes I've made and I give myself the love that I deserve. All of what I've shared with y'all today may truly resonate with you. Maybe if you shift the story to one that fits your own challenges and circumstances, you too can see how your limiting beliefs and shadow tendencies overpower your life at the most inconvenient times. Just know that you are safe and you can find a way to let that guard down and give yourself the compassion that you deserve. I hope that with awareness and love, you can begin to uproot your limiting beliefs that are keeping you in a place of struggle. Find the courage to learn lessons from these moments and use it as a way to radically shift your life for the better. When you're in a low place, the only way to go is up. We will rise from the ashes, my friends. If you take anything away from this podcast today, then I hope it's that you are so deserving of a life full of authentic, happy experiences. I pray that my vulnerability and words have sparked new wisdom within you and lead you towards a deeper connection and understanding within yourself. If this podcast resonated with you, then please go reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know. Tell me your feelings and experience with it. You can find me at AnnFranStyles. A-N-N Fran Styles. It truly fills my heart to hear y'all's feedback and to be able to connect with you guys and have meaningful conversation about this stuff. So I hope that you can go out and embrace your day with gratitude and compassion. Until next time, my beautiful listeners.